0: Welcome to Tool World. We're your host. I'm Gordon Ju.
1: And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Tool World podcast. I'm your host, David Ju. And I'm here with Master Ju. And I'm here with Mr. Ju. That's right. I'm thinking we should do like a new symbol here. New symbol. Instead of like the T. Do like a W. What? What's the T? Well, we sometimes go, oh, two world plus. Oh, the plus. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So for those of you guys, sometimes we do like a plus, plus. that's right, but I was thinking like two world. W?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's not. But anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, this week we're gonna be talking and discussing a little bit about the measurement in yoga, so movements one and four. Right. And just some ideas about, you know, what exactly are we doing? I guess the biggest part about it is where are we measuring for this?
0: Well, right. People do need to know that 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 technique is a measurement. Right. Uh, But if you don't explain it as an instructor, somebody might think it's a punch in a slow motion or something. Right. Right?
1: And so in the encyclopedia, it explicitly says to... Raise your hand. Right. And if you look at the picture, it's also raising to the shoulder. That's right? right. Not to the middle.
0: Yeah, but you know, your arm being to the shoulder doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a punch because we do have different types of punches. Mm-hmm. You know, typically the forefist punch is typically to the solar plex line, but you do have side front punches, which is actually to the shoulder line, it's straightforward. Um, you have twin vertical punches, which are not to the uh, solar plex line. So you have those as well. So they're not necessarily always to the solar plex line. And so, could it be a punch? Yeah, it could have been a punch, but it does say it's a measurement, mm-hmm, right? right? And so, in, in the encyclopedia, it does say raised yarn, right? So you don't want to really um, make it look like you're winding up, pulling the hand back, and then executing the the measurement itself. So
1: how would you describe this technique to like a student? How would you explain it to them?
0: Right, so when you look at the pattern, let's say the very first one, because they are different from the first one and the second one, they they are performed, well they're performed the same, but they look slightly different I think. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the first one, it's off on a parallel race and your hand is more like in front of your belt. And so you raise that arm, but so the arm is already kind of bent, right? And so you kind of have to extend it out. But then as you move out, it kind of looks like, because the hand is in the close to the solar plex line, it looks like it's doing this arc movement to the left, right? Mm -hmm. As it extends out, which Mm -hmm. is a little bit different from the, the other measurement because you're already, have done some forefist punch, and your right hand's already on the hip, and you move to the other side. You bring the left foot to the right, and then you raise that hand up, but it just comes up right off the hip, so there's no, it doesn't look like an arcing movement as much. Mm-hmm. But the idea is still the same. Why is it an arc again for the first one? It's because your hand is already at the, basically at the solar plex line, mm-hmm. and you're bringing it up to the side to your side front Mm -hmm. um, where the second one is already on the hip which is basically um, your hand is on that side front side already so you just lift it straight up Mm. so they kind of look a little bit different but they theoretically they are the same Mm -hmm.
1: now if I measure on somebody so I like I bring my hand up onto them that wouldn't really mean that my strike is actually going to really hit them It's just going to strike the surface level. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, no, that's correct. So like if you think about like measuring to break a board, we always kind of say, okay, well, put your attacking tool. Let's just say we're going to punch. Put your attacking tool on the board. So that's that's how close you need to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Forget about stepping or anything like that. Let's just say you're in a sitting stance and you're going to break the board you would put your hand up on the board but if the arm was fully extended when you measure you may not actually break the board because when you break boards you have to go in one inch deep Mm -hmm. so the technique has to go in at least one inch deep in order for it to break so if you measure and your arm is fully extended there's a good chance that you won't break unless you lean forward into it so what you might end up seeing is you might see students, when they measure, they bring their arm up on the board and their elbows are slightly bent. But how do, how do you know exactly if that's one inch or not one inch? Mm-hmm. And so when you think about yoga, that's kind of what you're doing. You raise that arm, it's fully extended, and you kind of raise it up. You, the measurement is off to the side of that par- person. Obviously, this is only a theoretical idea. You wouldn't do that in Mm self-defense, although I do. uh, I've said that when I spar, I use my hands as a measurement. I tap the person. You know, that kind of tells me how close I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so when you raise that up and your arm is fully extended, is it one inch deep to the opponent? Because if it is, the next two punches is going to be to the solar plex line and it's going to be, hopefully, it's going to be penetrating at least one inch. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of why it's soft to the side and not to the solar plex line.
1: Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thought.
0: Well, I mean, you could have just measured and just put it right to the solar plex line, right? Right. But if you were, again, same thing. If, if you were trying to break boards, you could, the arm would have to be slightly bent. The question is, how much should that bend be? In order to break that board Mm -hmm. so i have to pull it off to the side Mm -hmm. now oh i see it's one inch deep these next two punches should be able to do destruction right go right in okay that kind of makes sense
1: that just kind of makes sense Hmm. a little bit yeah
0: it doesn't explain that in the book
1: no it doesn't so all hypothetical then
0: Uh, (laughs) you know everything is theoretical in a way right it's um i keep saying this you know it's like uh you could be an electrical engineer and it should work this way but if you talk to an electrician he says no it doesn't quite work like that but it's close Mm -hmm. and i'm going to show you how it really works
1: (laughs) (laughs) right right Uh, i think that's a new way of explaining it a different way of thinking about it actually well how else do people explain that I don't think I've ever really heard anyone ex- try to explain. Just it. measure. Just measure, right? Yeah. And don't see ask how far my question. hand goes out. Well, it's interesting because, like, when your hand is straight on the shoulder, that is definitely a farther distance than in the middle. Right? And True. so. And it, that goes back to your kind of
0: point about when you measure, you want to be that one inch deep, right? At least one inch deep. Mm-hmm. Your technique has to go one inch deep. Well, when you punch, it, it probably does move a little bit forward and then back because you need to. The technique has to go in, and then you have to jerk that hip back, and which jerks the arm back. So that's mm-hmm. that that jerking motion. Right, right.
1: Well, let us know you guys' thoughts on measuring on yoga, and as always, don't forget to be safe. Keep training, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.